everybody. This is AJ Capasso here with Talking with the Source. Thank you for joining us for another episode. I'm here with one of my best friends. Go ahead. Please introduce yourself, brother. Uh, Jonathan Keyworth, JK47 Paranormal. And we're missing uh, Robin from Heffern Paranormal. Best wishes yeah. out to him. And uh, We miss you, buddy. Miss you, man. Yep. We miss you, man. Um, we just want everyone to know that uh, Robin's dealing with some private stuff right now with his family. We just asked to send prayers um, for him and his family, um, and we just hope that everything's all right. Um, so he'll be back on in a few weeks, and hopefully everything will be good then. Um, we'll get to you know giving you updates as we can um, and letting you know what we can until he's back and ready to talk about it if he can or even wants to talk about it. But on a better note, um, we have an amazing guest today, someone who I can't wait. Hey, Emma, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we have an amazing guest. His name is Tracy Inman. He's the co-creator of Paralinked, which is basically like a social media platform for paranormal. It's free to the community. You guys are going to have to check this out. We're going to have the link that's going to be going across the, the bottom of the screen. Um, he's also a part of many other things like the That um, Paranormal Group. Um, it's t.h.a.t.paranormalgroup, um, and it's a, a Facebook group, and he's going to talk more about it, but let him come on right now. This is Tracy Inman. Hey, Tracy, how are you? Hey, guys. Doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Hey, and I wanted, to also, I wanted to also say to everyone, and he is a country music artist, which I'm looking forward to talking about his music a little bit as well, so... Hope you guys love this. Um, this is going to be a great episode. But Tracy, thank you for joining us. I wanted to first ask you, what got you into the paranormal? It's one of the first questions we ask our guests. But what got you know what got you into it? Well, first of all, I love the intro on the uh, uh, before you guys start. <laughs> that, that's pretty cool. That is, I always like to look at those and watch them. That, that, whoever put that together did a great job. Uh, uh, AJ. No, no, hey, you know. I can remember, you know, everybody else starts off the same way. I remember when I was a kid doing this, you know, I, I didn't really have too much going on, just a few things here or there, you know, moving around from house to house. My dad uh, worked for the railroad and uh, a few miscellaneous jobs growing up, started off in Toledo, then Indiana, stuff like that. Uh, it wasn't until we really settled down here in the St. Louis metropolitan area. Uh, I can remember I was like 14, 15 years old. You see, uh, I'd see something out in, in, that, in my hallway Every once in a while, wasn't he's like an old man and he just look in at me and then just walk away. But at that time in life, you know, you don't think about that stuff being real, probably a dream, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, you have other things on your mind. Yeah. Then uh, as you get older, you know, you, I think everybody has has a mindset that they know there's something out there to an extent or at least they feel it. But they, a lot of people don't really act on it. Um, you know, you got ended up having kids going through all that spiel work and stuff like that. But so it never really crossed my mind. But one thing I, I do remember as well is there is always some type of uh, Native American in my life. And and it's weird, right? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll break into that here in just a second. So about six years ago, you know, that paranormal, we started that up, uh, me and my buddy, Tom, Heather, and Amy, that's how we got that paranormal. Uh, so I started, my mind started opening up again, the you know, the senses and stuff started opening up again. And once that started, I would see, I'd wake up in the middle of the night with like, not really a night terror, but I could sit up. I'd look at the end of my bed and there'd be a Native American there looking at me. 
And it was really weird. And, and thinking back to when I was 14, 15 years old, it was an old man. And I, I, I always try to tie those together, right? What's that old man? What's that Native American? And thinking back, I think, I think it was a, a Native American when I was a kid, right? So, you know, I ended up meeting my, my wife, uh, you know, later and you know, I'm 53. So about four years ago, I ended up meeting my, my wife and, uh, she'd wake up with me, you know, I was, Hey, wake up, Tracy, what's going on? I'd be like, there's a, a native American at the end of the bed, you know, and I'd be kind of frozen a little bit. And she would, uh, you know, you know, it'd freak her out completely. And so was it, was it the cigar chief, you know, you, the wooden cigar it, chief? It had, it had the headdress on. It, it wow. had a headdress, swear to God. Wow. And, and, and uh, yeah, too. no cigar though, no cigar, but, uh, <laughs> So, so with that paranormal, I'm going to tie all this together in just a second. So with that paranormal, you know, we're doing different hunts, you know, in the St. Louis area. St. Louis is known for uh, Alton, Illinois, is really close to me. And we're known for uh, a lot of different places, a McPike Mansion. We have the uh, Mineral Springs Mall, stuff like that, that people come from all over to hunt. Uh, sure. Limp Mansion over in St. Louis. <clears throat> so we started diving into graveyards. We started diving into the McPike and stuff like that. And... Uh, Tom's like, hey, let's go do Ashmore States. That's up by Charleston, Illinois, right? Oh, yeah. And it, it happened to be a Nick Groff and Daniel Klaus and uh, a couple other people up there as one of their tours. I'm like, yeah, let's do it, man. It'd be cool to hunt with those guys, at least meet them. You know, you always see them on TV and stuff. So so we go up there, and I have this um, I have this camera that a buddy of mine, well, the co-creator of Paralink.com, he's an engineer guy, and he put together for us. And it catches uh, anomalies. I call it an anomaly camera. And, uh, you know, you set it in the dark room, and it circles anything it sees that has a face on it, right? Or any yeah. shadow, it'll circle. So you ain't got to edit all day trying to find this stuff, and it tells you where oh, it is. So we're on the third floor there with Nick Groff. He's in the other room. And I had that set up in this room. The only thing only light in that building at night on the third floor is a street light coming across. So I walk out into the hall. And as soon as I walk out in the hall, I grab that camera from another room. I walk back in and something catches the corner of my eye. Right. And I, I jerk real quick. And when I jerked, I felt something in my back. And I was like, what, what the heck is that? So I go in there, I get him. It felt like a shadow came into me. Wow. And, you know, and then everybody's like, ah, it, that was nothing. That was nothing. So for about the next four days after that, I couldn't get off out of, out of off of my couch. I had to sleep on an angle on my couch because I don't have a recliner. It it uh, hurt so bad. I got about one hour of sleep a night. I took off three or four days from work, which I never take off work. And uh, for about six months of going back and forth, the only thing that would help was muscle relaxers. I'm going to the chiropractor, all this and that. Well, well, come to find out I'm missing a vertebrae in my neck. Somehow a disc. I'm just going to disc in my neck. It somehow just crushed. So, you know, that was just freaky to me, right? But to yeah. tie, this in, tie this into the Indian, right, I'm trying to figure out if there's something inside of me, how do I get this thing out of me, number yeah. one? You know, I wasn't possessed or anything like that, right? But I'm just yeah. worried about it. And my wife's like, you know, hey, you're waking up about the Indian stuff like that. So I go to the Mineral Springs Mall to a spiritual healer, and I'm talking to her. And I didn't say nothing to her about anything other than 
what had happened about a shadow or something coming in me. And she's talking to me. She says, have you ever had an Indian in your life? I'm like, what? Wow. She says, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's an Indian in your life that just ain't <laughs> going away. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Uh, she said, give it an offering and that Indian he'll go away. I was like, really? She said, yeah. So I come home, I, the cigar, just like you said earlier, I great. She says, give them cigars. Uh, any, anything you can think of that, that's, you know, rocks, stuff like that. So I said a couple things out and I ain't kidding you. That's been about three and a half years ago and I ain't had that issue since. So if you guys have an attachment, maybe you can, uh, maybe you can give a, give it an offering, find out what it, what it might want to maybe make it go away. But so far I haven't had that, that opera that happened to me ever since. So. That but. is absolutely amazing, though. I mean, that that's absolutely amazing because one, it really is freaky that you had that thing happen to your your vertebrae like that, like, and then all of a sudden this lady hits on this, you know, this Native American that you've been seeing your whole life. I mean, it just seems like a lot of things come full circle always in our lives, um, especially as investigators, especially people in the paranormal. It seems like we get these synchronicities or these things in our life that, like, after a while, like looking back at the whole thing, now you could piece everything together. And it, you could see the like how everything led up to itself. And it's so amazing that we get to experience that. And it's something I try to share with people always when I talk about the paranormal, because that's the part of the paranormal that to me is something that you can't really, it's hard, scientists will never, I don't think ever be able to explain, but it's something that is very prominent in the paranormal that happens to almost everybody that you can say is some kind of evidence of something that's unexplainable. So I just have such a fascination with how you just, you know, told us that whole thing about that. And, and from what you experienced from when you were younger till this lady coming in your life and saying that and you making this offering. I mean, how have you been since you made that? How has things been? Completely well, I mean, uh, I, I had to get surgery on my neck. You know, they put a little metal Pac-Man thing. That, well, but it, yeah. Yeah, that worked out good. But uh, no, I haven't had uh, any issues with that. We, uh, my wife and I collect tons of old stuff, uh, toys. Um, Matt, you know, I, I collect a lot of die casts and stuff like that. And I, I'm not talking just a little bit. We collect a bunch, a bunch of old dolls, stuff like that. Um, we always pray whenever we get them, you know, you guys stay here, your spirits stay here. When you get to our doorstep, we say the same thing. You're not allowed in our house, stuff like that. So ever since that spiritual here, either, I haven't had any issues with anything. Knock on wood, praise the Lord, whatever. Hopefully I didn't just jinx it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no, everything's uh everything with that has gone good. Done hunt since then. We we've done a few hunts since then and well a lot of hunts since then and, and nothing. Nothing has come uh, yeah, back, no attachments, anything. It was awesome. It's awesome to I feel comfortable now more than what I did before. So that's great. Yeah, so when, when I was doing the, the home cases, um one of my clients, uh his name is James Fitzpatrick. He lives in Utah. And he's had something attached to him since he was five. And it turned out that there was an Indian barrel ground on his parents' house and stuff. And he was on paranormal caught on camera too. Like like his, his house was going crazy, caught a shadow person. Like at work, all the lights and stuff went off and the door slams and he yeah. was terrified. And, and, you know, I went out, tried to help him and, uh, I asked uh, uh, one of our friend mediums, uh, Samantha, you know, what, what do I need to do to, to go into this case to, to help him out? And she's like, before you go in the house, get on a knee and you got to, you got to, uh, 
give praise to the Native Americans, you know, ask them for their help, you know, let them know that you're there and good intentions, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's one of the things that you that you always hear though in the paranormal is Indian burial grounds or someone, you know, something's landed on Indian burial ground. But it's crazy when you do experience something that is of that origin because the strength of it is so intense from what I've seen from so many different cases that I've looked up and, and read about and heard and even just people on the on the podcast that have had experiences with, you know, um Indian style paranormal hauntings and stuff like that like you've had and i tell you what man it's the most they really are such sacred people and i bet that's probably the reason why they are so strong in the afterlife because they were such sacred people but it's just amazing to see like the power that this type of entity has in this realm also and how just by showing respect is something of greater importance to it you know it's just it's absolutely wild to see that yeah, yeah, no, and I've had friends that live on uh, the trail of tears, you know, and and they have stuff happen to them all the time, or you know, they move yeah. by uh, back back in the day. They, man, all the time there's something that's made them move. They they want to get away from there. Right. Wow. That's yeah. so. That's so. That's so crazy. I still can't believe that. Thank you for sharing that with with us. I, I love those type of things. I love hearing about this type of stuff. Um, it really is fascinating to me, and that's why I got into this work. Obviously. Um, I had a near-death experience, and that's what caused me to really get into this work. But um, finding out all these other experiences is what has helped me understand mine a little bit better. But what I want to ask you is, how did you get into Paralinked? Now, explain a little bit about Paralinked to our viewers and, and what it is and how okay. you got about into it. So so we, uh, my friend Sean, he, I, I work for a, a refinery down here in, in near St. Louis, and, and, and my buddy Sean, he's an uh, engineer. He's actually a chemical engineer, but the guy's just a, a genius, probably one of the sm- smartest guys I've ever met personally, because um, the job he had there was a different type of engineer. So, um, But he uh, he had about four years ago, he made that camera for us, and he made a, a couple other like a spirit boxes that, um, you know, you know, the geo box, right, that that every, everybody carries in the, you know, the, Nick Groff and those guys. Well, he made some for us. Uh, to utilize and he, he's he always watches it you know he always watched our shows whenever we went live and stuff like that and we started talking one day is is actually right around christmas time last year because we're only eight months old in the in the yes. parallel world but we started talking i, I was just in there I, I brought some crazy ideas his way before right <laughs> trying to see what he would do uh and and he, he turned down and and uh so we were just in, in the break room one day. I went out to his office and, and, and uh, went to the break room and we were just talking about uh, the negativity in the, uh, in the paranormal world. Right. We were reading, this is right before the, uh, the, uh, the uh, adventures, ghost adventure stuff came out. Sorry. My wife's got a real bad cold. She's, no, yeah. it's a, I hope she feels better. No, that's all right. Don't worry. About I just it. got over it. So it's, it's a, uh, Oh, I yeah. tell you. So, so we're sitting there uh, just kind of brainstorming. I'm like, Sean, I said, you know what we need to do? I said, we need to come up with a, with a social media platform for just the paranormal, right? And I don't know if any other existed. He didn't know if any other existed. So he's like, he says, nah, I don't know, man, because that's a lot of time for him to put into it. But he's a coder. He's been a coder since like 10 years old. And I knew that, right? And I knew he's looking for something to do. He's always has to have something to do, right? So I was like, 
I said, if I could find out, find a cool name, would you do it? He says, if you could find a cool name. So, so we thought up a couple different cool names and they were already taking you on the websites. So then I said, paralink.com. And he goes, man, that would be pretty cool. You know, cause we were thinking a LinkedIn page is what we were thinking off the bat, you know, cause yeah. if you go to LinkedIn, you don't find paranormal investigators that I've seen. I, I mean, I did investigate that. And uh, you type in investigator or paranormal investigator, you get private eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, Paralink. Yeah. He says, I like that. So, I opened it up and for five bucks bought the name. Right. So then I started the trademark process, which it's trademarked now. And, uh, and he's like, man, he says, that that's pretty cool. He says, let me think about it. And I said, well, here, let's just go with this idea. And then I haven't been to anybody's other sites as far as, uh, 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 social media platform is. I didn't even know if any existed, right? I didn't investigate anybody's. I just said, I want to be honest with this. And I want it to be, and the main thing I told him was, we have to do it. It has to be free for the community. We got a lot of negative stuff. You could see it was kind of going more south than north with everybody, and it's growing huge. And I said, let's just, let's just get a positive thing out there. Don't charge nobody for advertising. Don't charge nobody for nothing. You know, uh, if it ever starts to cost us money, then we have to start charging. You know, he's like, yeah, I understand that. So he has his, uh, he don't live, he didn't live too far from me at that time. He has his own web host in his basement. So, you know, he can host it. So all the, the only money we've really put into it other than time is your LLC and, uh, the trademark, which you guys know it costs a lot. And, 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 you know, so, so for very little startup, we were able to do it. And so as we started growing, we asked people, hey, give us your ideas. What are your thoughts? What would you like to see on here? You know, and uh, so different ideas. They want instead of going with Bigfoot and then Loch Ness Monster, you know, different categories. They're they like, can you just go with cryptids? Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's do that. It gives you a lot less categories on it. They, uh, you know, we have a lot of categories on there for different uh, different things. Um, man, it's just uh, uh, anything that you can think of UFOs. Uh, Actually, excuse me a second. Let me pull her up. Her own. I got pulled up on my uh, on my uh, phone here. Um, there are just lots of stuff. You have uh, events. You can type in your events. Some people have used that at the beginning. Our, our problem is is continuing to get content on it. Um, people don't understand. It's just like, and I hate to say it, it's just like Facebook to an extent. Uh, you can uh, you can post, you can comment, you can like on stuff. You know, we have events, we have gear. If you want to sell gear, we don't charge you to sell your gear. Just put it on there. Uh, hunts and evidence. You know, you can put down uh, when you're hunting. Uh, you know, as you're hunting, you can post a video there. You can post your evidence. Uh, places. Anybody that wants to advertise, you know, a hunt. Hey, come to our place to hunt. You know, we put that on there. Uh, there it is, hot. right here. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So all that stuff on the left there. Um, but the cool thing is, is, is there is a ghost cam on there. That's one of the cool things that we did that Sean did that I like. Uh, it, it, uh, I don't know if you guys, are you guys signed in? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in there. I'm not actually signed into the Paralink. I'm actually just, uh, I, I don't okay. have my sign stuff with me right at the moment, but. Yeah, uh, no, no, that's cool. We don't, we don't ask for uh, personal information either. Just so everybody knows it's not like. Facebook. We don't, we don't track. If you looked at a mattress earlier today, we don't make sure you get 500 ads for mattresses for the next two weeks. Like, yeah. you know, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. but there's a, yeah. if you go on there, there's a, uh, uh, 
a spot for a ghost cam. What that is, that's a, a version of TikTok for the paranormal. Um, I tell you what, let me let me see. I might be able to share this on my screen. Okay. Uh, my my. Okay, yeah, yeah. Here, let me see how this works. I haven't done the the share before. Yeah, so you'll I'm share it one time. Share. So I'm gonna click share screen. Let's see what happens here. Uh, Chrome tab. Right. See if that pops up. Okay, did that pop up? Yep, I'm going to add it to the stream in one second. Here we go. All right. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> there we go. All right. All right, so you guys can see it now? Yep, absolutely. All right, so so like this ghost cam feature, right? This is pretty cool. Uh, let me click on that here. Oh, wait a minute. Why? Hold on a second here. Oh, ghost cam. So so you click on that ghost cam. It kind of tells you what to do. You can put in brief videos. Uh, so right here, if you wanted to provide what it's about, like a lot of people, what I like to use it for is shout outs if I'm out somewhere. Uh, a shout out to hey, uh, like you'll see, I'll pull up here a couple in just a second on uh, when we were in London. Uh, there, we did a shout out, so you could choose the file that's in your uh, in your phone. You, it's up to one minute is what you want to provide, right? You want to get a one minute video. You can share your evidence. Is what really what we made this for was for the evidence. Uh, let me pop awesome. out of this. But you can upload it. So if you go down here to this off topic, it throws it right now to off topic because it's not always just evidence. Yeah. All right. Let me pull this up here. Uh, and like I said, this is a, a working out of the, the not I don't mean it this way, but working out of the basement deal. Right. So it takes I have horrible service here at my house. I live at the bottom of a hill. Uh, so it might take All a couple right. seconds. There's a lot of videos on this topic. Let me, uh, here we go. So we did this one in uh, Highgate Cemetery there. That's one I was yep. telling you about earlier. This was actually a pretty cool place. But all it is is a shout out. Uh, that's just me and my wife right there. Uh, Paralink.com. We are at Highgate Cemetery. Highgate Cemetery. See back there, it says London Cemetery. See back there, it says London Of course, George Michael is buried here. Of course, George Michael is buried here. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, stay tuned. I will be uh, updating. Oh, let's see. Make sure. It's, so, I'll, sorry, Tracy. Hold on. You got muted. Hold on. Oh, did I? Hold on. I don't. Hold on. There we go. There we go. We're good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so we did a. Uh, you know, I have a lot more footage. I just started throwing it down. It's, it took us a while to get the jet, jet lag and over, get all through work and the music and all that. Yeah. So I'm starting to add stuff from there. But like I said, you can you can go to some pretty cool stuff on this. You know, you can see all the stuff there. Yeah. A lot of people post their hunts. On the right side here, you see the pictures. That's inside the catacombs. Yeah. No, that's I'm going to be awesome. putting tons I mean, of pictures. I love what you guys have done with this site. I mean, look on the left side. I mean, with cryptids, events, gear, hunts, evidence, mediums, places, podcasts, spiritual readings, stories. 
I mean, everything that you want in paranormal, UFOs, I mean, you name it, top teams here, like community-wise. I mean, there's just so much stuff. I mean, I love it. And TNA Paranormal. So, yeah. so, so uh, uh, F, uh, uh, FDL Paranormal led this for like three, three months in a row. Grizzly Chris had a bunch of them on it. Uh, Sean, my, my co-creator, has moved to Kentucky. So we had this down for a couple of days. We couldn't run it because he had to take all the equipment over there. So there's not that many teams on here right now because it's only following, uh, I think, this is August. It's only following August, but he, for like three weeks out of August, it was in and out with everything. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can post pictures. There's all kinds of stuff you can do on this. Is that, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I'm going to exit out of it real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Let's see if I can stop sharing here. Make sure I get back on with you guys. There we go. Yeah. So, I mean, that is absolutely amazing. I love the, what you guys have done with the website um, and what you guys are doing just in general with the paranormal field with the website. So I'm just um, completely, completely stoked for you guys. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. And and the one thing that we're asking is is for content. We need more people to drive content to it, and we need to to get the word out more. Um, it's free, so you know, I spend a certain amount of money per month or per week on Facebook for advertising. That's the only place I advertise on it. Mm-hmm. I send it out to the you know the right groups and stuff like that. Um, so with being free, we don't charge people. There's not a big budget for advertising, you know, and, and we, we knew it wasn't just going to shoot out there, but we do have a lot of people on there, believe it or not. It's just, everybody's so used to Facebook and Facebook is awesome for what they do, for what, what you're doing here for, for all this stuff. It it really is awesome. It's just, uh, it would be nice to somehow get a driver to come to us as well. Cause we're only paranormal. I mean, and, and there's other places out there. I'm sure they have just paranormal stuff too, but we are only paranormal and we just want to promote positivity. I'm genuine. When I say that I'm not full yeah. of crap. I, I really, there, you know, we have a kind of a vote the person off the Island mindset. If, if somebody gets on there and starts posed to negativity and yeah. people start flagging it, there's a red flag you can click to let us know that something's on there that's, that shouldn't be on there. And uh, when you get to a certain amount of those flags, we automatically remove it. We send them a message, let them know why uh, we haven't had to do that yet. Nobody's been on their negative. And what's really cool about it too, is, is uh, when you're a member of it, when somebody likes on your post or comments, we send you an email. Cause all we want is your email. You put in your own password. We don't want your name. We don't want any of that stuff. Uh, there is a search engine on there though. If somebody wants to find a psychic in Buffalo, New York, you know, if, you know, they can type that in and, and if we have somebody there, right. Uh, but you get emails for all this stuff. And instead of going the app route, we went straight with the email route for notifications. Uh, after we get to a certain number, we are going to go to an app. Uh, but, but we're still, we're about 500, I think away from that certain number that we're looking at. Uh, we do have a, a YouTube page. We just haven't done anything with it yet because we want to get we want to get to that number that we're looking at on Paralink.com before we start throwing stuff on there. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm just now learning the YouTube for the music, so I'm yeah. I'm, I'm going to dive into the YouTube for the uh, for the Paralink.com too. At least just start getting a couple things on there. We do have subscribers. I think 15 subscribers already on on the YouTube, but we haven't even put anything out there. So, uh, yeah, well, but, we look forward to it. Cause I tell you what, what yeah. you guys are doing with that website is absolutely amazing. And if you, if you guys do end up turning it into an app, when you guys do do that, 
it's going to be so awesome because the things that you are offering, like you just said, you can look up if you want to look up a medium and from a certain location, you guys have that ability and bringing that, like bringing that ability for people to find stuff like this so easily is great because like 10 years ago, you remember talking about this when wind you up in a mm-hmm. loony, bag, you know what I mean? It's just so crazy. Oh, like yeah. how, you know, it's so crazy how things are so different now. And it's so great to see everyone working together, yeah. doing certain things in this field like this. So, Keep it up, man. That's awesome. Yeah, we have a uh, we're global, so we have people from all over the world on it. Uh, what was fun? Oh, it's not funny, but what was interesting was there's a, a person, one of the people from Japan, is like, hey, you know, we're not really allowed to talk about this stuff in in public, you know. But she she shared she shared her stories there, and another person shared shared theirs. Uh, we have some people from Australia, you know, uh, uh, London. We have a lot of people from London. And uh, it's just it's just cool. And I, I tell you what, London, we went to London two weeks ago. And uh, like we talked about the Highgate Cemetery and the catacombs, we did uh, we did some hunts on there. If you go to Paralink.com, you can see some of the footage on that. I'll be adding more as we go. But so much history versus the where we live in the United States, at least where I live in the United States. Yeah, I mean, we have a couple of 1800 buildings, you know, over here in St. Louis area. But man, you're talking 1400s, 1500s, and just beautiful, well kept buildings. You know, uh, we were in London. We did the Jack the Ripper tour, which was pretty cool. Oh, uh, that's awesome! And uh, it, it, yeah, that was neat. To if you, I suggested it ain't that expensive, and it's a long walk. You know, they walk you around quite a bit. But man, it was neat just to learn all that. All that at one point in time. Everything over there was one pence, which is a penny, basically, in ours. So back in the 1800s, when all this happened. You could get a gin, uh, drink a gin for for a pence. That's why gin was so popular back then. You could get a prostitute for one pence. And Jesus. yeah, so but there wasn't enough uh, homes there for people to live in, enough flats and stuff like that at that time. And it was uh, they were talking about a hostel, basically as a hostel that people could go stay the night when they're drunk or whatever. But that hostel for 10 pence, you could get a double mattress that had lice and urine on it oh. for, for five, five. And it was only like the thickness of a yoga mat. Oh. And if five pence, you could get half of that. But for two pence, you could lean. They put a rope across from wall to wall and you could lean over that to sleep. Oh right next God. to other people. And then one pence for one pence, it was standing room only. You'd stand right next to people all around you, just stuff full and, and sleep for sleep it off overnight for one pence. <laughs> that was, wow. think about that this day and age. Oh my God, that'd be crazy. But <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, that is wild. I mean, I, I couldn't, wow. I couldn't even imagine like living in that, that time and dealing with something like that. You know what I mean? I mean, we, I think a lot, like for me as an American, I feel like a lot of us Americans take a lot of certain things for granted, you know? And like when you hear certain things of like other countries and what they are going through or like old times like that, it it really brings you into realization. Like, wow, you know, we have it lucky nowadays. Oh yeah. We really do. Like, yeah, we went to the, uh, the tower of London and unfortunately our tour was, was kind of short. I thought it was longer. It said four hours, but that included a bunch of other places. I didn't realize that. But we went in there with the EMF. There's a torture room. I, I did like a, a 30 or 40 second thing in there. Did, you know, obviously didn't get nothing, but it was running out of time when we finally found it. But talk about the history there. They have a huge uh, right in the middle of it's the original building. 
and I would have loved to have been able to hunt that thing. Um, oh, I did. I did. It, it's crazy. I mean, there's there's so much history. There's a, a spot there where the, uh, you know, the 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 king at the king had passed, and and the prince, one of his relations, who was who couldn't be king unless these children were killed, which were basically yeah. his nieces and nephews, the the kings. So he killed those those nieces and nephews or the nephews. He, he ended up killing both of them. So there's a spot there where that was at. So I, I did do a EMF there for a couple minutes, but it wasn't enough time to really get anything out of it. No. Yeah. yeah. I so, tell you, yeah. you know, it's, so funny. it's funny because our co our other co-host, he is from the UK. He's from Lancashire. And, um, you know, he, him and every one of like all our friends out in the UK, just talk about coming to America and investigating over here. And how awesome we have it over here. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Do you know the history that you guys have over there? Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, we are dying as Americans to come over there and investigate, you know? Yeah, we had uh, FDL Paranormal. I don't know if you've heard of them or not. Uh, Michael Lewis. Yeah, Michael and, and Nicola, his wife, and then another girl named Nicola. It's on the team. And, and then uh, Michael's daughter came over. And they met us uh, over there, which was – that was at Windsor Castle. And we were doing Windsor, Windsor Castle that day. And – and hung out with them, but they kept saying the same thing. We love Florida. We'd rather be in Florida. I'm like, yeah. you guys have it made here. Why would you even want to come to Florida? Because they hunt the 1600 buildings. They, uh, yeah, if you wow. ever, if you happen to watch their last, I think it was their last video that they put out. They got some crazy stuff, and and real stuff. Those guys, those guys are are top notch. I, I, I at least my opinion, they're top notch in the field when it comes to that, and they. Uh, yeah, they, they had some pretty, pretty cool stuff and they don't get scared from nothing. And, and awesome. a couple of them were scared after this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. I can imagine what they encountered. I mean, can you imagine something from that old, you know, encountering? Oh, yeah. oh my God. But I tell you, though, it'd be so awesome. I mean, I always think of going to ancient Ram Inn and all those places. I'd love to go outside of the country. I have never been yet. And it's something that I, I look forward to doing, hopefully in my life. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to going to the UK and uh, going over to London and places like that. But my biggest place, though, man, and tell me what you think about this, would be like an old school Rome Coliseum where all the oh, gladiators and stuff. Like, how cool would it be to investigate something like that? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of, there got to be something there, you know? Got to be, you know, there's got to be. I mean, I don't know what would be, you know, hanging around, but who knows? But I tell you, there's got to be something with all the death that was there and the, you know, the tragedy of how they passed, and, you know being gladiators i mean i can only imagine but I yeah, tell you, we, we, sorry go ahead oh no good good no, no please finish. no please go well ahead. when we were at the uh, at the catacombs i realized about halfway through that we were in france and they don't speak english right so then i started i asked the uh the tour guide how to say change the color and and you know because i was using my emf as i changed the color i kept saying make this go red change the color you know yeah and uh nothing just straight up there's no, there's no electric down there other than in the lights, and that that was it. Yeah. Uh, so it, easy to, you know, he couldn't. It, it'd be easy to believe it if it went red down there, you know. And yeah. uh, so then I started thinking, damn, I'm not saying it right, you know. I'm saying it in English, and change the color is change la, change la, la couleur or something like that. Yeah. So you can hear the video starting to say it, but I still didn't get anything after that. But it, it if I would have thought about it at the beginning, I would have learned a better phrase. To maybe now, you know communicate. I want to ask you something on this on this aspect of what you're talking about right now. How you just tried to communicate with them in in their language, right? 
Do you think when the spirit passes on, no matter where they're from, do you think that they're able to communicate with us in this realm, on this physical plane, no matter what the um, English or no matter what their language is? Do you, do you think that or do you think that they would have to only understand their English after they pass? Do you think it becomes broader than that? This was the only place that I've ever done that I didn't get anything that didn't at least turn yellow. Right normally I get something. So that made me think halfway through that it's a possibility. It's, it was a language, but I've never been anywhere outside of the uh, United States other than this place where I've tried to do a hunt. We went to Jamaica yeah. last year. They, they speak American as well, right? Yeah. For the most part, you can understand them. Uh, so yeah, in Paris, these, yeah, it just wasn't a, yeah, it just, to me, it, 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 it had to be a language barrier is what I thought. Yeah. No, that's so wild. I always wonder that because I always wonder, like, do we come into a fullness of ourselves when we pass away where we can understand more than what we can comprehend here, obviously, um, yeah. or how is it, you know? So I always I always ponder that thought. I mean, I, with my near-death experience, I didn't get to experience enough where I would able to get my answers answered. You know what I mean? It was like such a quick thing for me um, that it was just like I didn't get to ask anybody questions, you know? So it's uh, it's yeah. trying to get those questions now, which is very hard. <laughs> but we and try. It, anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, and the, and where these people were in there, that might not, you know, that probably, obviously, that that wasn't. I don't think that's where they died. Yeah. But that's just where they were put, you know. Mm. Uh, but then, if you look at cemeteries, when you investigate cemeteries, I get a lot of stuff at cemeteries. Um, whereas this is basically their cemetery, their their resting place. So, um, you know. I just I don't understand why I didn't it had to me I just thought it had I'd, it had to be a language barrier you know I would hope that when you pass you can know everybody's language but or maybe you know maybe just the people that, that the spirits that stayed yeah don't want to lower themselves to a different language you know who knows right yeah no I totally understand you're right you know you never know um I wanted to ask you what is your uh like scariest encounter that you've ever had? While you're out, um, so the, the the that shadow going into me was was one of the top ones. You know, it, I compare ghost hunting to fishing trips, right? Guided trips. You go down somewhere, you know, you you, you the guide might know what he's talking about. You never met the guy before, you know, whatever. Or, and and you get somewhere and they're taking you out and you don't catch nothing. Or you go out there and you catch a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, so one of the things that that we had happen. Um, it was like our third hunt ever for that paranormal. And I'm not going to say it was scary because it didn't happen that night. But when we saw it, when we were editing, that's when it was kind of, it was weird. So we're, uh, we're on the third floor. And again, we're at Ashmore States. I've only hunted there twice, but this was our only our third hunt. This is well before the Nick Groff hunt. <clears throat> we have a, a, a tricycle up there on the third floor, level floor, sitting there for an hour. You know, we have our EMF that's going off like crazy. Uh, all of our equipment's going off. You know, we're getting some good evidence. And uh, then all of a sudden for 10 minutes, everything just stops. Nothing, nothing at all. So we thought, well, let's go to a different room. So it's our third hunt. My buddy had his 17-year-old uh, daughter with us. She's holding the, the, the cam the, not the camera, but the phone because we're doing a Facebook Live. We always yeah. did Facebook Lives. We always do. Yep. And uh we're walking out and she lowers the camera at the tricycle, not realizing it. So we're walking out of the room. So the next morning we're, uh, 
editing, my buddy's my buddy's editing Ashley, and he's like, man, check this out. He sends me the email or the the video, and that tricycle as we were walking out rolls backwards on its wow. own. You can clearly see it. It's on the evidence page there at Paralink.com. I think it's on. Uh, it's uh, definitely it's on that paranormal uh, group Facebook page. Uh, it's wow. on the Paralink.com Facebook page, and it's on. I think it's even on my Facebook page, but. You guys ever want to check it out? It was, it was pretty cool watching that thing move back, just roll backwards. You know, that, that makes I was a skeptic at that time because it was only our third hunt, but yeah. that's something I could not explain at all. And then uh, a couple, uh, I don't know, probably three or four hunts later, we were at my brother's house um, before he moved, and he, he had sent me a video of orbs just shooting back and forth, different colors, all that stuff, you know, mm. and he was talking about how it was always haunted. There was always something happening there. And his wife was actually, she considered herself a medium. She's a very spiritual person, uh, kind of a, almost a hippie in a way, you know, really nice yeah. gal. Um, so we go up there and we're hunting it, just kind of walking through. We had our flashlights and all that go up. And we had a flashlight that you had to, to, to press the button. You know, yeah. you can do, you can debunk the other flashlights that you barely hold to where they're not turned on, set them yeah. down, and then you turn on. Sometimes the uh, condensation or the heat can turn that on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this one here was a, a push button, and Heather, one of our uh, partners, was walking, and she's holding it like this. She doesn't have her thumb on it, nothing like that. And we're walking down a, a set of stairs. We're asking, hey, can you make some communication? And, and it had a... Uh, the next button, because we'd used it earlier, the next button would have been just a regular light. The second button was a, a pulsating light, you know, a, a glow or a strobe light. And so the next one, we had done just done the strobe light like five minutes before that. We're walking down the stairs and she's just holding it and we have it on tape. The strobe light just starts going off on it. Right. And I'm like, are you pressing that? I'm looking at it. She says, no, I'm not pressing it. And we heard a lady laughing. It's on, it's on tape or it's on video. You can hear her laughing. And that gal, it was right at the same spot where a, the woman had died. There was a woman that passed away there many years ago, right at that same spot, fell down the steps. And that's where that was. Um, so that, that was, that was kind of, it, it was chilling a little bit. Cause then you're going downstairs and you're like, Oh man, we still got to hunt the basement. <laughs> uh, but yeah. that, that was pretty cool. You know, we, but I'm going to tell you, and I'm sorry, I, I, going on and on here the scariest place i've hunted and i didn't I, I didn't personally get much but the the group we went with was in iowa at edinburgh edinburgh manor is what i call oh, okay it. yep yep has ever been there no i have not but i wanted to i do want to go there it's one of my places so 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 cat armstrong uh she has a, a connection there so and my wife and i were just last i think it's two summers ago we were just like it was last summer. So we're just like, Hey, let's go to the uh, field of dreams in Iowa. We just decided took a weekend trip. So two days before that, I called up there to the Edinburgh Manor, asked him, Hey, can I, uh, can I come hunt? Well, they said, no, we have a group, but let's ask them. And it happened to be Kat Armstrong's group. Oh, wow. And she was nice enough to call me and she let us come up and hunt. You know, we paid our fair share of the, of the, of the amount and they have like cameras set up everywhere, you know, all throughout the whole place. What? And it's an old, old place, 1800s, originally built, and they tore it down 10 years later, then they built it again. There's oh, a graveyard, wow. an unmarked graveyard that has hundreds of people in it across the road. 
Uh, they're not exactly sure where it is, but they know that they were mass buried out there. There's a, a women's side and a men's side. It's kind of shaped like a U to an extent. And man, we were there during the day. We got there at like six o'clock. It was still light out, me and my wife. And she usually does the camera for us for that paranormal, but it's just me and her doing this. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I set the the cat balls down on the floor. They said, go to this one room. That's where the kids were at one time. So I kept the set the cat balls in there. We have this all on video. And uh, so, hey, cat ball, can you go off? Automatically goes off. Can you make the other one next to it go off? It goes off. Can you make the EMF go off? It goes up to red, you know, stuff like that. Wow. Uh, have the SLS camera, which I'm not really. I like the SLS camera, but it's not my go to equipment because that can easily be debunked. Yeah, yeah. But we, I was chasing a figure across the ceiling in there and then down to a corner. And, and it could be debunked as possibly wires inside the wall. And I, I it kind of just kept going around and around where it was, it was really weird. So I've always looked at that evidence trying to see if I could debunk it. But, uh, you know, you always ask, hey, if you're, if you're a girl, can you, if you're a little girl, because they said a little girl lived there. Or can you do this? Can you do that? You know, and she, you know, the SLS camera, you ask it to wave. It always looks like it's waving for the most part, you know, stuff like that. But uh, it was just a neat experience in there. But that wasn't the scary part. Right. So we're in there. We're making communication. I got the uh, spirit box going. And, and like I said, Sean made us this uh, uh, basically a big Bluetooth speaker, just like a geo box. Right. Yeah. Uh, we have our app going through it. Um, at that point in time, Echo Vox, V-O-X, we use that, which is pretty cool. I like to use that. Um, so we're using that. We're getting some good communication, and it starts to get dark. And this place is creepy, right? There's a boiler room in the basement, a great, a huge basement. And me and my wife, my wife, my wife wouldn't go in there after dark. She goes and sits in there. So I, and, and it was like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. I ended up staying to like 2 in the morning. Yeah, but they did their uh, they did uh did their sessions. Ah, oh, gosh, dang it! I keep always lose track of the or the the name where you have the uh, canceling headphones. Yeah, oh yeah, when they have the yeah, canceling headphones, yeah. it's called the um, Estes method. Estes yeah. method, yeah, yeah. They were doing that. That's the first time I'd seen it, and I'd been in this for five six, five years. I didn't even see it. Uh, never never looked, never thought about that. But that's awesome. They were doing that. Uh, they had lasers set up everywhere. You know, big screens to see the shadow figures and just sitting down there in the dark and man, you get hear creepy noises, all kinds of stuff. Now, whether or not I, I could probably debunk a lot of it, but the person that's doing that Estes method, they had three different ones and, and they can't hear what you're saying. And they're, they're spitting out words to the questions that you're asking, but they can't even hear those questions. And they, they were, they were pretty, uh, pretty significant. Uh, wow. So that, that's actually is, the long answer to your "What is my scariest place?" <laughs> yeah, hey, no, that's all right. Hey, you want to know what? There's a bunch of them, and I'm glad that you shared what you shared with us because there's one thing I wanted to ask you about the lady, um, about the lady who laughed and on the staircase there. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get uh, nervous going down a staircase when you hear that someone has died on the staircase, like you're going to get pushed or anything like that? Yeah. Because it's always something in the back of my mind, like. Especially if I'm at a haunted location, I'm always like, if I'm at the top of the staircase, I'm always like thinking to myself, I want to get down the staircase as quick as possible because I just feel like I'm going to get yeah. pushed or something, you know? So, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, especially if any staircase for me, I don't know if anybody died or not. It's, I, I try to get down them as quick as possible. Oh, if no, I yeah, do, yeah. yeah, if I go into a room and, and I got to, 
you know, climb back to try to get some, try to, you know, sometimes I'll do an EVP and I'll climb up in the back corner and drop the, uh, the recorder right there. You know, I just get there as quick as I can and get out of there. And, and I always try to make sure there's, there's two people in that same room with me instead of just when I try not to walk away. Cause you know, you'll see, uh, we were at a house doing a private investigation and just leading into this old door. It, it was a, a creepy quote. I can't remember the quote on it. You remember the quote, Kelly? I can't remember that quote, but it was, I was like, I don't know if I want to open this door, <laughs> you know? And, and, and I told uh, Tom who was with me at the time, I said, I'm not going in there by myself. You're coming in there with me, you know? And yeah, yeah, yeah. We, opened, yeah, we set the rim pod down right then and there and it just went off right on the wow. concrete floor, you know? And, and uh, we've done the McPike mansion uh, uh, quite a few or probably three or four times now. Uh, but we've had a lot of luck there with rim pods and stuff like that. Um, you know, but my go-to is EMF for the, for the most part. Um, now we are, we do a lot of private hunts by a lot. We used to do a lot of private hunts. We, we haven't done one for a couple months. We've, you know, I've gone with the music stuff and Tom and, and Heather name, Heather name actually have kids that are just now getting out of high school and stuff. So I, I see us getting back together here not too long from now. Um, but there's a, my my brother, unfortunately, my sister-in-law passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. And he, yeah, sorry, and she, yeah, like I said, she's very spiritual. And they lived in this other house. They sold that other one. They lived in this house for about four years now. And he's they they get into the ghost hunting themselves, right? Just them two. They don't do anything else uh, with anybody else for a ghost hunting. So they've tried to hunt that house before. Absolutely nothing for the last four years. They'd never get anything. Ever since she passed away, she passed away in the house and she's a very spiritual person. And we were just talking to him last night about this at a, at a, a concert. And he uh, he's showing me his videos. He's got the rim pod for like 40 seconds, just blazing away because he, he'll, he'll sit there and he'll have it sitting on his uh, sitting in his room. Just and he'll just ask questions every once in a while. Yeah. And her nickname was Nana. And on his uh, Oculus. Is it Oculus or Ovulus? I can't remember. Uh, I would say, yeah. So on his Ovulus, it spit out. Uh, he's like, "Hey, who all's here? Can can you tell me who all's here?" It's like one of the first ones he did a session, and the mm -hmm. first word that came up was Nana. That's her wow. nickname. Wow. Yeah. So and then her son's name start coming up, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna do a hunt over there here pretty soon, just to just I've check. Yeah. yeah, he's he's got a lot of stuff going on there ever since she passed. And, and he's like, hey, you guys need to come over and check this out. Same, same thing happened to me when my grandfather passed. And then um, recently when my grandmother passed, my, my father passed in 2020. I uh, Ever since then, my father constantly comes through. Um, but my when my grandfather passed, the house got really active. And, um, I you know, I, we were hoping obviously it was him, but it was a bunch of different spirits that were coming in. Um, not just him. So, I mean, I believe though, from what you're telling me, I believe that she's there and she's just letting you know, like, Hey, I'm here. Uh, you know, I just let you know I'm all right. And I think that that's going to be pretty cool to like really get engaged in that place and, and get some real answers when you guys all go in and, and do your stuff, because I'm sure that he's going to get some, that's going to be really sentimental more to him than yeah. just Nana, you know? So, and that's going to be an awesome feeling for him. So, exactly. Maybe give him a little bit more closure, you know, that, that, that'd exactly, be good. Yeah. yeah. So Tracy, uh, oh, yeah, you. No, I was gonna say you, you sing, man, right? So why don't you yeah. tell us a little about your band and and how proud you are, man? Yeah, so about about 
I've written songs for like the last 40 years since I was like 17, 18 years old and uh, never did anything with them. You know, you get a job, you get out of high school, you know, you get married, you have kids, all that stuff. So it's hard to find that time to to really, really do it. I'm a lyricist. You know, uh, I, I write lyrics and and I sing. So I've sang in a couple bands here and there throughout the years, you know, uh, but never really anything full time. And uh, about six months ago, I realized, hey, man, you're getting ready to turn 53. You have all this stuff written. Why don't you see if you can't go hook up with some studio musicians, get this stuff made? So I ended up contacting a place called AOK Records down in Nashville, you know, and, and they have a good reputation. The, the guy's a really nice guy, Christian guy. And uh, we go down there, me and my wife, and uh, we record the first song and it was awesome. I just loved it. You know, I, I was out there singing, you know, all that stuff. And then, and then uh, I recorded another song. And then over a six month period, I put 10 songs together. Well, one song uh, there's, you know, you can tell the ones that are written now versus the ones written then, because like one song is called on Facebook, you know, back then we didn't have Facebook. Um, so that was the first song released. He's like, man, we got to release that. I was only doing it. I wasn't doing it to, to release all these songs or anything like that. I was doing it. So my, as a legacy for my great grandkids, great, great grandkids, people that won't know me. And hopefully maybe they'll start earlier than what I did. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So we get these, uh, I got 10 songs done. I wrote nine of them. Uh, one of them is actually a John Conley old song from 1985 old school. Uh, awesome. So we put it together. He sent that on Facebook out about in March and it's gotten like 500 plays on the radio, which one play is just enough for me. It makes me happy. Um, there's a song called Daddy's Girl on there that was released to Christian music, but also uh, the wedding market for a father-daughter dance. Oh, so I've got a lot of play on that song. And I'm going to re-release it to the country because it's more country than Christian. But I, at that time, I was like, well, nobody's going to listen to it. You know? Yeah, with country and Christian, I mean, it's kind of, you know, because you hear a lot of Christian artists that do sound like they're country, but then they go yeah. and they say, oh, I'm Christian. So I, I totally understand what you mean. Yeah, and then that, that song doesn't really play much into God. So that I, But I did Christian just because I thought it might get a little bit more play. Uh, yeah. But it did get a lot of plays in the wedding market. And then uh, this new song out is called I'm Drunk Again. Uh, <laughs> you know, everybody, it's on Spotify. Every, all my songs are on Spotify. They're on all the, the platforms. Uh I, you know, you can go to those or you can just go to YouTube, type my name in, but the I'm drunk again song is actually a pretty good song. Now I'm not, I don't drink. I haven't drank in nine years. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's weird that I wrote it and I just wrote it like six months ago. But, you know, if you go down to Nashville and you're around Broadway and, and not everybody's like this, but the majority of it, people coming to there are drinking. They're all, you know, you listen oh, yeah. to the country radio, most songs have drinking in it. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, so this song here is actually a really good, really good song. Uh, I talked with a guy from the radio up here in St. Louis area, one of the stations, and he's going to start playing it. So it's That's a bigger awesome. station. It's a middle middle market. So hopefully it'll get pushed. Um, and then uh, TTYL, which is a song, um, talk to you later, called TTYL. But that that's uh, that'll be out in October, November period there. And then I'll release a couple more. And I can always just say, hey, I did it, you know. Uh, but yeah, if you guys get opportunities, I have a actually I have a website called tracyinmanmusic.com that has links to all that. It's a link tree right now, but it's switching over to a web page Monday, I think. And then uh, you know, there's a Tracy Inman fan page, believe it or not, on on Facebook that somebody put up. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and it has a uh, like almost 500 viewer or 500 people on it now, which is cool. 
Um, like I said, man, I don't care if I make any money on, I don't even be honest with you. I like singing, but I don't care if I even sing. I just want somebody to pick the songs up. (laughs) Yeah. No, Hey, I feel you, man. You do it because you love it, you know? And that's the one thing about music. That's the best part, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you're the first paranormal investigator that I have ever met that is able to sing too. So, so what you should do is create a song for spirit, and before you go into any investigation, sing them that song and uh, yeah, see right? if your activity changes, man. If you, if so, you put your heart into that, let, let's yeah. see what happens, man. You should write a song about spirit. So it's, it's funny you say that. So for, for about the past two months, and it, it's really hard to get something because when you start it, you start thinking about the damn Ghostbusters song, right? It always ends up yeah. playing in your head, right? Yeah. So you're trying to say play something serious, but you're also entertaining. And, uh, you know, I've got a few lyrics. I've got a, a, a little bit of a chorus. Just getting the time to put it all together, and then I'm going to get music put to it, and I am going to release something about ghost hunting, you know, ghost in this house <laughs> and something like that, you know. It, it, it's a... I had a lot of stuff going through my head, so I'm I'm trying to do it. It's I call it my midlife crisis for the most part, you know, trying to get all yeah, this. Yeah, I, I could see you in some mansion, just in the main <laughs> lobby, just bellowing yeah. out your song before you start your investigation. Spirits <laughs> in the mood, and <laughs> I think yeah, you add to that energy, man. <laughs> That'd be a cool experiment, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is, man. It's uh, trying to put the lyrics together. All you know, most lyrics or songs I write, you know, it don't take but a couple days or a week, you know, uh, you know, if you listen to a lot of the songwriters in a 10 minute period, they have songs written, you know, that guy from Cinderella, I don't remember the eighties band Cinderella. He said, if, if his songs weren't written in 10 minutes, he, that Tom Kiefer, if his songs weren't written in 10 minutes, he didn't play them. You know, he, he, he could write them in 10 minutes, the lyrics and then put the music. Yeah. The best ones come out like that. It's weird. Yeah. Well, that's like the, the drunk again song. I wrote that in like a half an hour, you know, right. I, and, and not the final version, but I wrote most of, I wrote everything on there. And then I, as I was playing through it and I got the music to it, uh, that's how I worked it with, with, uh, with Adam down there at AOK. They would send me, I would send them my lyrics and kind of talk with them, hum it and all that stuff. And then they would put the music to it. And then if I liked it, that's what we went with, went with. So then as I was listening to the music, and I, I would kind of change the words around a little bit then to make it sound more, because you know, then you, after you're thinking about it, you're like, yeah, that don't make sense. I need to change that, those words, you yep. know? So yep. it ended up working out pretty good. So, so hopefully it takes right. off now, like I said, that, you know, I got like 2000 views now and I'm drunk again, song on Spotify, I think. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, you go to YouTube, there's 185. I'm like, it's free on YouTube. You don't have to pay, you know, you pay for Spotify. It's free on YouTube. Why aren't you just looking it up on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad they're hey, paying for it. Yeah, right. Hey, well, you know what, Tracy, I want to say thank you so much for one coming on. Two, also, thank you so much for what you're doing with Paralinked and all of your, you know, creators with you that are doing it. Um, and everything you've done in the paranormal so far and are going to continue to do. And also for what you're doing right now with the country music scene. I'm happy that you're able to share that with us. Um, real quick, I know you said TracyInmanMusic.com, um, and you said they can find you on all the, the platforms like Spotify and everything like that just by searching Tracy Inman, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can get me on my – just message me on my uh, Facebook page, Tracy Inman. Uh, the That Paranormal group on Facebook, you can message me on that. I'm an admin on that, you know. Uh, yeah, just type my name in. I'm. You can get me through any of that stuff for the most part. Even Paralink.com, you can just uh, – 
send an email to uh, info at paralink.com. That, that's me and Sean. So Awesome. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for coming on, man. We can't wait to have you on again. Um, until next time, thank you so much. And uh, please tell your wife, I hope that she feels better. Will do. Thank you. No problem. You guys, until next time, man, have a good one. All right. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Bye. Wow, man. I tell you what, I, I, you know, I, I was, I didn't know about the country music thing, man. And I think that that's so awesome because like as a musician, as you know, that I am, man, I was so cool to be able to add that in and find out from a musician, some of his stuff. And uh, that was just awesome. But what'd you think of Paralinks, man? I want to ask you. Yeah, dude, that, that's awesome. I'm so glad he thought of that. You know, I, I, I hope it picks up. I'm going to try to support him as much as I can. You know how I hate editing though. So yeah. <laughs> it's hard to make those videos. <laughs> you'll be making me do the editing and then you'll be putting it on Paralink. I know how that works. Yeah. But anyone, anyway, if anyone is a paranormal researcher or even if not, if you just love the paranormal, check out paralink.com. It's a paranormal social media website. We had um, it on before on screen showing you some of the stuff. You can even look up mediums and locations if you're looking for readings, all different types of stuff that's on there from UFOs to cryptids to just the paranormal in general. Um, there's evidence pages, ghost camp, just some crazy stuff. Just go check it out. Paralink.com. Also, um, if you didn't see the last part of the show, check out TracyInmanMusic.com or just type in Tracy Inman um, on YouTube, on Spotify, on any of the listening platforms. He is a country music artist as well, and we want to get his music um, streaming. So definitely check him out at Tracy Inman and, uh, you know, send him an email or send him a message on Facebook at Tracy Inman. Um, but until next time, we just want to say thank you, everybody, for supporting the show and um, just want to say thank you. Yeah, love we guys. love you guys. Couldn't be here without you, man. Absolutely. Love you guys. Bye.